Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say podcast where myself Stephen Goldsmith is joined by Gareth Barker, hello, and Craig Clark, hello, to review um, what was a mental crazy game of football at the weekend. Sunderland won, Oxford <laughs> won. A debatable red card probably should have been three more red cards in the game, but the bottom line is Gareth six games in still unbeaten, having won four. Oh, it was a beefy encounter, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It is. Well, I want to talk about the story of the game, really. There's then, a lot of subplots, yeah, isn't and, there? And then like... the positives, <laughs> and then the negatives. What we, what we draw from the game. Um, we didn't used to talk about referee decisions on here. I always t- keep it to tactical <clears throat> analysis. But was that a red card? Yes or no? No, no, no. Not, not in a million years. There were some mixed <laughs> opinions around me in the ground. I was right next to it. I was right in line with it. Because that's where I sit, where mm. the incident took place, literally. And I yeah. sit at row 11, so I was right next to it. And you could see exactly what he's going to do. As soon as he, you could see it, this movement, it was like oh, he's just going to take a take one for the team, as mm. they say. Um, he took a bit too much of one for the team. He did, it was one, though, it makes everybody go, it was the thought, I didn't it was think the a thought, red card yeah. was coming out. Because, like yeah. you say, you see this week in, week out, players... Um, you know the the position the position of the opposing players relevant the position where the foul took place halfway line so it was a bad one and at the time I said well I'll have to see replay and the only thing I can think of is that he's tackled like knee height or something but like that but then obviously when you look nah. back at the replays he didn't he so clipped, he clipped his ankle, he clipped his ankles basically I mean he's he's had he's had to do it he's had to have a good lunge to get there because the lad was past him yeah. um, so maybe that's why it looks a bit worse but. For the Oxford United manager to come out and say that it he wasn't. didn't think it was yeah. a red um, in a game like that, where sometimes afterwards, even though regardless of whatever decisions were, were given or not given, you'll often see managers come out and you know say clear as day it was definitely a red card and all this kind of thing. Even if the, it wasn't just because of the nature, the the feisty nature of the game, because people's passions are a bit high. I think he. You know, I think if 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 we'd still had the eleven players on the pitch, I think we would have won the game over Easily. the course of the the ninety minutes. Without a doubt. Um, but it's just frustrating that they they got kind of sucked in uh, the that 
that kind of game. Um, I think we we said at the time that the red card going back to that the referee is going to even this up here because I think it was clear by the fans' reaction and by the Sunderland players' reaction that he made that mistake. And yeah. it's naive to think that doesn't happen because it does. However, the referee evened it up by, by not, not sending Maguire off. Because he, he was an absolute Because he, like, he, he was on a yellow card was, I don't know, and then he made two too. very late challenges which would definitely oh, both he should have been bookable offences. So it was the most obvious thing in the world he was going to come off at half-time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it was, the only surprise to me was that he didn't come off before half-time, to be honest with you. Mm. I thought he might haul him about 37, 38. Cause, not because... Well, yeah, because of his performance. Performance isn't just about what you do with the ball. It's the whole package and... It, I was embarrassed for him. I thought he was. I thought he was embarrassing I mean, the way he was just, going on. He's was been just, against his former club. And he's just not he's acceptable. Just, no, it's not. But he's just fired up. I think too fired up. I think. But you, it, you do get the impression you're gonna you're gonna get that from him but that on, was, on the odd occasion. He, he seems to have that personality. Once, once he? he had the once he had the he got away with that elbow, or whatever it was, which I didn't see. I, yeah, I missed it. Well. Um, that he, you know, he, to go make two back, tackles like he did after he, that, and then he, he just ran around like an idiot. You know, he's got a, especially given what's happened in the game. I mean, he's got to think about the rest of the team, not just himself, yeah. his own personal battles. I understand where you're coming from about like a former club and prove a point by doing something on the ball, hurting them. With, you know, we've seen him, he can pass it. And he did pull a few decent passes out during the game, but he's becoming increasingly frustrating to me as someone who is quite clearly, I would say, a selfish footballer. I think it was very, very selfish performance on Saturday. His position is mostly allowed by, I think you've pointed this out on a previous show, Gareth, that Oviedo can basically mm. run the line on his own. So he's getting this almost free roll. And that's that's okay in some games, but in others he's, he just needs to do more for the team. And and that was just like... I, I mean, that's, that, that performance was droppable performance because it was so selfish. Like I, I was really furious with him to be honest. I was I was annoyed with the referee for sending power off because it was a bad decision. But I was equally annoyed by his lack of responsibility for the team because the team generally has played for each other mm-hmm. and they've been very unselfish. And I just thought his his was very and it was an aberration in that wider context. I don't know what I don't know what you thought. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm being a bit un, overly harsh because he has don't get us wrong he has played well for us in other games, but. I just that was unacceptable to me. I just don't know why why he felt the need to run around like a headless chicken chasing after people trying to to hurt them, basically. Yeah. Certainly can't believe after getting away with the late tackle what should have mm. brought a red card out, he goes and does it again, again. in yeah. two yeah. minutes. Well, that's time. what I mean. This is I what mean, I mean. That, that's that's you know, you can't comprehend how somebody yeah. you know, couldn't calm themselves down enough to, to think logically that would be an issue to go into go I'm just going to go into this tackle now. The, the mad thing about about it is, if you're a player in that team, <clears> you know we are, we're we're still undefeated. Yep. Oh, yeah. And and you, you should be thinking this player's coming back, plays in his position. Um, you know, initially Sinclair, um, and then you've got um, what more to come back later? McGee, 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 McGee especially, well. I think. So yeah, he's he should be thinking if I miss a game through suspension and one of these players comes in, does a better job than me. I mean, there's even an argument to say, what if Honeyman might end, could end up playing in a wider mm-hmm. position as as well if if he wanted to play, you know, Power, Catamol and McGee Oxy together mm-hmm. in the middle. 
Um, so there's there's options there. You know, you should be thinking a bit a bit more clearly <coughs> about the overall picture. And for some reason, he just just blew up, didn't he? he did. Mm. Like, I don't know why. Really I don't know. It was it was strange. But uh, apparently, it wasn't that str- well. You know, I think we've got to remember. We've seen the side of him that I think the Oxford fans really liked, but that game was saw the side of him that I think he showed a lot at Bury. And he, like I think you've just said, basically he's got it in his locker to be a bit of a, a hothead. <clears throat> Which um, I, I guess we keep so. going back to um, the division we're in. Um, when you look at players' performances and you look at players maybe not being as disciplined because you mm. wouldn't get away with that stuff in the Premier League. Probably not in the Championship. Probably not in the Championship, really, but Maguire's really played his football at League One. Yeah. So these are some of the things we, we need to think about, I think, when we're discussing yeah. this. It'll be interesting to see if we if we see any more uh, of that from him well, you, as the season goes. I mean, the, if you look at the... I mean, we've talked a lot about Maguire alone and, and the incidents in the game. You know, I think Oxford started really well and they really put a lot of pressure on us on the ball and we couldn't get our, our passing game going. Similar um, to Charlton first game. We looked a little yeah. bit sluggish. I thought Power and, and Catamull looked a bit a bit len. Um, sort the, of, the word was weird, wasn't it? They didn't look like a pairing. They've looked like a real yeah, partnership yeah, yeah. in other games and like, they just looked which bit, separate from each yeah. other. They're just playing their own games, which yeah. is, they're not selfish players. Yeah. They're, they're very, I think, very much for the team. And they just seem to get... I think that's, in a way, to Oxford's credit, although it's a cynical way to, to play the game, they did, I think, want to bog us down mm. in a bit of a battle. And it, and it worked, really. And, and, uh, and also, I, I guess every Sunderland fan in the ground after 20 minutes turned to whoever they were sitting next to and said, Oxford can't sustain these <laughs> energy levels. Because we saw it with Charlton as well. And you're going to get it a lot this season. Teams are going to come and they're going to say, right put everything into it. Now, in previous seasons, we would have folded with that. I mean, can you imagine last season against anybody in the championship <laughs> going a goal down and then having a centre midfielder sent off? We'd have lost like 4-0 or something, Probably, wouldn't we? Yeah. That, that's what would have happened. So it's, it's, it's good that we do have that. But what's important is we're seeing this pattern now, game mm-hmm. after game after game, where we, we are conceding in this little spell. We have the quality to generally to overcome mm-hmm. it even to turn the 1-0 um, deficit into a draw with 10 men is still a positive, in, in my opinion. But they need, to, they need to crack that, and they need to make sure they're getting through this 30-minute spell by either conceding or matching the other team for that intensity and trying to get the noses in front. They certainly need to keep um, the noses clean, and mm. they haven't been able to do that yet. They're not defending crosses very well. No, they're not, and that's a hangover from last season as well. I mean, it's a different back four. Well, maybe the fullbacks are the same, but which is often where prob- the problem problems stemming from. Yeah. Um, that might be partly that in some games you can give Oviedo the run of the left because they're not giving you there anything against you. But in that game, you know Maguire's not really going to offer that much cover. I don't think. On the other side, you've got Donald Love. I, I don't. I feel like we're going to. Well, certainly, I am going into the negatives here, and there were a lot of positive performances. And as you said, coming from 1-0 down with 10 men and drawing the game was, was really positive. But there were obvious weaknesses in the side. Uh, Love's one of them. I think Ozturk was a lot better. He dealt with a lot of stuff in the air and generally a bit... But the, the defence lacked the leader. And I think Leuven's is that leader. Like Baldwin on his own, fantastic. Like He's pretty much been spotless since he got here. And that continued. But I think be nice to see Flanagan maybe come in if he's mm. fit enough on Saturday into that right full-back position because Love, 
He's not offering for going forward. He doesn't offer it going backwards. He's not going to win anything in the air. He's just he's bad on the ball, and he that's yeah. which is a problem. Yeah, he, all he's the only all he's got in his locker is a ball at the line. So when he gets yeah. under a bit of pressure, he just gives it away. And this was a this was a key issue. I know <clears> there was talk about, um, you know, we need to get McGee on to try and get some control in the middle. Mm. To be honest, I I didn't think. That would have changed much in the really? game. No, not early on. I felt as though I that we were desperate for that in no, the first I half. Just, I know, but the the issue we were having is because of the way Oxford were, were playing, we couldn't get the ball in those areas. So we, 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 were, we were losing control of the game in our own sloppiness on the ball. You know, from deep areas. So we're, we're often trying to play the long ball to try and almost bypass the midfield. I didn't think that. Although Holmes was a, a threat down one of the sides, I didn't feel as though they, they really wanted to play down the down the sides. I felt as though they were, they were playing within the width of the box. They wanted they were trying to play through the middle. So I felt as though, when, especially when the setting off happens, I, I wouldn't have been averse to going to say like a three four two, and maybe mm-hmm. bringing Flanagan on, um, taking Love off, and have then Gooch kind of and then bring it, yeah, and, and have Gooch and Oviedo down the sides, yeah, and then have Wyke and. And Madja through the middle, and have hmm. then the middle two would have been remained as a Catamon. Catamon. I just think, yeah, I, and then, I agree. And then, and then we could have continued to play if we wanted. We could have gone longer, and but we would have had hmm. two bodies in 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 that area, and we would have bypassed those areas. And then once we have held it, the fullbacks could have come into the game in in the forward areas, and we still would have had the the three at the back for cover. So I think shape wise, I would like to have seen that. I didn't think, and then I, as the game went on. Then I would have been bringing mm. McGee up on if we could have wrestled control back in the game. Well, I think, but to be fair to Ross, I think we did, and that's when we scored. I think there was a twenty-minute spell where you couldn't have told me that was eleven v ten. Mm. We were we were the better side. We had a second chance that Madger should have really done better with. I think he didn't, which is fine. You know, the guys scored yeah. four goals. Could take and touch maybe. Yeah, he? and and he snatched it a bit, and you know, ultimately though, after that, the game started to drift from us just because. Let's be honest, Catamole, first half, not good, but second half, he was two players in one. He, he was the League One canteen in some ways. He won everything in the air when there were corners coming in. First man, he won it. And he, he just, I thought he was he marauded through that midfield mm. second half. And Baldwin, Baldwin it was a, a huge chance as well in the second half, didn't he, which he put wide. He, he did, mm. he did. I, I think it's, it's interesting. I think that would have been, yeah, he could have... That, I don't know if you were expecting to have uh, converted that one, no. but, but it's interesting six, what you're saying about the, about the substitutes and the way you mm. saw the game because this is one of the occasions where, like what, what you were saying about the the shape and the formation, it sounds neat and aesthetically that would have looked good. I just think this is one of the occasions sometimes where you just read the game and I, and I just thought I just react to to what's happening and I thought we need two <laughs> things here, we need somebody. Um, in the middle of the park who can just get the foot in the ball and control it because this game is erratic, really, really erratic. Mm-hmm. And whatever the shapes uh, of both sides, you need somebody just to put the foot in the ball, slow things down, calm things down. Secondly was we need an out ball. We never needed Charlie White to be as, as fit as we needed him on, on Saturday. And, and, and both those things happened and it's not surprising yeah. to me that the... Um, the direction of the game changed and the momentum of the game went to us then because Charlie Wyke, clearly not fit, no, but clearly changed the game for us as well with just the way he could just haul on to the ball. Yeah, I think the... Relieve yeah. pressure. But the issue there again, shape-wise, I think we had... Madger went to the left 
Yeah, and he, he did. didn't look like he could play there. I'd, um, I'd, I think he was okay actually. Yeah. I, for, he there was a com- that, he just didn't look comfortable. He just didn't look comfortable there. Well, he's not going to be. No, he's not. Know. But what I'm saying to get the best out of those players, we could have we could have played not percentage football, but we could have if we had the two through the middle, we could have picked up. We could have still have the solidity, but we could have still be picked up setting balls, holding it, and bring another bringing players into the game. Um, I just felt as though that's. Where we could have changed the momentum of the game. Um, Maybe he was looking at the fact. McGeoch sits deep, so I'd wonder what would happen in the middle of the park if you if you were ten men, you got two up front, and McGeoch sits as deep as he does. It's just well, no, I say well, it would have loose. No, you wouldn't have done that though. Would you? I wouldn't have had McGeoch. I would have wait. I wouldn't have. Yeah, I know, but I know. But I'm saying my point is, I think McGeoch needed a player because I don't think we would have had any control over the game. Well, I, I, I mean, I had a real issue with shape can get you so far, but. Like well, one of the reasons maybe he couldn't do that was Honeyman really wasn't at the races. Yeah. I can see why he stayed on because he got the legs. When you've got mm-hmm. ten men, you need players like him who can keep going. But he's increasingly becoming. I mean, to me, a, full, a fully fit eleven at this club doesn't doesn't. He's not in it, and he, probably Maguire isn't in it either. I think. I think there are other players who can do those jobs, or the overall shape of the team can change in a way that will mean we score more goals. I just don't think Honeyman impacts the game enough from that. If you want him to play as a kind of 10, he needs to be a lot more consistently involved than he is because he's he's effectively the player you're asking to create. to create a lot of openings for people. Not necessarily the final pass, but he's got to be finding Maguire or Gooch on the turn so they can get the ball in the box. Mm. Now, with me, when Wyke's fit, it's very hard to drop Madger. Mm. And I, I just think Madge is a more intelligent player than. We're going to go for the full four-four-two thing here that we've avoided for years. No, I, 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 I would. I if, think if, it if works you, in this league. If you ask me, yeah, exactly. If you ask me, uh, we had all of our players fit. Maybe not what more because I'm not sure at the minute. We we'll have to know what he's yeah. like when he gets um, fit. Four-four-two opening up that left-hand side as it is now for Oviedo. McGeady almost a free roll in front of him yeah. to tuck in. Gooch on the right, and two from yeah. the other three. Catamol power. And McGeoch in the middle with Madger and White up front would be absolutely what I would go for if you were to give me the well, option. Yeah. Sinclair when he came on against Charlton. Forget about him as well. He changed the game when he came on against Charlton. And think about the thing we were lacking. Pace. He's not out oh, yeah, Would be my pace. would be my one thing where I would say I would rather have develop Madger than than play somebody. Oh, but I'm saying in, in option wise yeah, though, course, <laughs> I do think we struggle against. You know, the, I think we've seen. Even at this level, a lot of the teams have more pace in the side than us. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the think, two, the two major things you, know, you notice: Sinclair's going to have pace, yeah, and we haven't got that. And, and what more is going to bring pace? Hopefully, it's 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 a fascinating thing. Like, this isn't like revisionism. I'm not saying we've not played well because we obviously have, but we've conceded chances in games. You look at some of the teams we've conceded chances against Wimbledon, about fifth, sixth bottom. So they're not like a. You know, they're not really going to do anything this season. And there's a reason they didn't beat us, because they can't convert the chances. Gillingham as well. Gillingham kind of mid-table again. Mm-hmm. So really, given up, you can, it's hard with that game because the 10 men, it, it ruins it. You don't know. Fleetwood's the first real test against another top six sort of team, as things are at the moment. Well, Charlton probably were, yeah. They're eight points somewhere in the middle of the table, aren't they? They're not. They're not really pushing on. I know what you mean. They, 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 look, they look decent. I just, 
Chuck yeah. put all eggs in one basket. <laughs> Went but, and thought we're going to win did. this game after half an hour. The and the crowd new, will the, turn on the team when the goal goes and down. The, you know, and that were, didn't happen. And Fleetwood will probably try and do the same thing because people aren't good. They're going to look at and they're learning. Look, get at, get at them. Mm. Don't let them settle on the ball. Yeah, your legs are going to run out. But if, if someone gets a two, three goal lead, Chet Evans, right? I mean, obviously not a great player or anything, but he's got experience at a higher level. You maybe give him the chances you've given whoever plays for some of these other clubs. He, he might just Jamie Mackey was up front for Oxford. I didn't even was he actually up was front? Or on, was he on the wing? Well, he, he was in the team. He was <laughs> around. Wasn't I didn't. He? I didn't realise it was him. Yeah, yeah. That um, take that Brown for them. Do you me? I don't never even know which the, one he was. Never off the floor. The one who was rolling around the floor all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's who he was. The number ten. Right. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like on the deck constantly. Um, but I think. Yeah. They were a different type of team, weren't they, than some of the others? Well, you do feel players. like our oh, players are learning every single game. Yeah. They're learning a different League One lesson by yeah. all these sort of roughhouse tactics, and that. different the problems that these clubs are posing. But, the, mm. you know, we keep going back to it. But at the minute, we're getting through it. Well, that's it. And, and the character is fantastic. But, and I don't see why we shouldn't think like this, because we're a much bigger club than a division. And I think we've seen enough from the team to know that we can probably dominate the league with, with probably Barnsley. I don't. I don't want us to be coming from behind because I think we're good enough to dominate games yeah. for ninety minutes and win games two, three nil. Not every game, but we've only done it once. The four one against Gillingham, we were very good for about twenty twenty five minutes, mm. but they had a lot of chances, like too many to be comfortable with. We've got it. We're, we need, we need to be better than that. We, what we got to remember as well is that <clears throat> I think when start the season, everyone's and this will go for us as well. Mm. Um, Start the season, everyone's just got a little bit more about them. Um, they've still got that hope that you know they can achieve or overachieve. Um, and as time goes on, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The, you know, mm. the, the wheat gets separated from the chaff, so to speak, doesn't it? And, That's and, a and, fair and point. then it's... And then the the grind kicks in, yeah. and you'll be on one side of it or the other. You'll be one of the teams who are mm. grinding out wins, or you'll be one who's getting beat every week. And our squads can help with that. Yeah, and let's, I think, be, let's oh, be frank. I think, let's I think be when, frank. I think it's yeah. over time. I think we'll see teams like Oxford who came and did the job they did. Mm. Great. Not other teams can want to do that. They've got to execute their plan. They've got, got to execute it and like. What if Scunthorpe had the same idea? Well, we'll come and do that. And it didn't work. Or they, they didn't. They weren't at the races. And w- what we've seen is, I should be, I feel like sometimes, you know, I'm a 
well, am I worried because eventually we'll get caught out and we'll lose a game. In a way, I should be. I should. In a way, I should be. I should be. It should be the opposite because yeah, we've been be. behind four Sorry times and, and we've and we've <laughs> we haven't lost. We've won through it. We've won this through is, the this games. Is where, we, we, this we, is a hangover from two years. Of course of it is. But misery, we, we you're saying now. Well. I mean, we're talking here about the fact Wyke and McGeoch changed the game and and to go over the course of a season. Other clubs don't have those options. They just don't. When a game is going away from Sunderland on Saturday, down to ten men, I know. and they must be looking at that thing and well. They've got you know a, a tried and tested centre forward who gets you twenty goals a season to put on, and they've got a Scottish international to to put on who again is, is probably too I good mean, for this division. It's um, you look at it as well. This means they've scored from a direct free kick. I mean, they haven't scored from open play. No, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. You know, if you balloons offside out, flag, yeah. prevented. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. goalkeeper <laughs> um, didn't have the, have his best. I mean, he claimed some crosses actually, but. Um, that he wasn't well positioned for that free kick. Mm. He's far too far across to his left. Again, this is the league rat. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We 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 went Definitely. from watching Definitely. two seasons ago. We were watching Premier League football. Jordan Pickford was our goalkeeper uh, last season. Showed us showed us not just through our own keepers, but the yeah. performance of opposition keepers in the championship last year. There were, was very dodgy on a lot of occasions. Well, so. I, w- I would say, to be fair to McLaughlin, he looks miles better than anyone else I've seen so far in goal. Uh, yeah, well, no, compared to the other right, teams in the division, then, yeah. that keeper couldn't kick the ball on Saturday. Uh, some of the others, I mean, the what, the Gillingham goalkeeper, I think, not great really for most, for at least a couple of them. Mm, Charlton keeper, actually. Charlton keeper, easy, he's near post. Mm. Like, good strikes from our players as well, not discrediting them, but I think we've probably got, from what I've seen so far, one of the better goalkeepers well, he's won, for the league. He's won the league before and he was with Burton. McLaughlin. Yeah, he got promoted yeah. with them. I wonder, I can't remember. If he, but either way... Well, he's, that's he's the right promoted. kind of character it have in the squad, isn't it? Yeah. I was a bit... He spilled two yeah. shots that came out of his chest and he ran under the ball ones, mm. which was a bit weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe you're right in that it's... Well, it's the level you're at. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's still... You know, comment, well, think, you can still comment on it, can't you? you? Course, of course you can. But I think, was, was it Richard who, who made the point and said if he was catching all of these crosses, yeah, he'd be, he'd be playing, playing the Premier League? Yeah. yeah. It, I think, well, because I think it's because we didn't win. I think, it, uh, to be honest, I, I come into the season, you had no idea. We could we could have been a mid-table team for all I knew. You'd hope not, and you'd think not, but you never knew, did you? Now, when I've seen what we are capable of, I feel like, you know, it's almost like... Any criticism isn't, I think these players are rubbish or not good. It's just almost a, my expectation levels of these players, because I know what they're capable of, has risen a notch or two. So when I think like about Maguire's performance, and then you take what Gareth said, it, it's the t- combination of the two. You're, you're basically a hair's width away from losing your place. So one bad performance or one way your attitude stinks or whatever, there's someone waiting to take that place. And I think that's actually a really good thing. Mm. Because I don't think other players around them are going to stand for individualism that's not for the collective. Uh, I want to go back to it again because I think, like, to be honest, like, Lee Catmull just like I thought he was absolutely magnificent in that second half, led by example. And and I think he's just you, you could say you know the wages he's on, blah blah blah. I think he's a really important player to keep this season. Say Power's suspension is maintained, we were 
it would have meant Catamol McGeek, McGeek who's re- regularly injured, Catamol as we know, regularly unfit. You're an injury away from Ethan Robson, Luke O'Nine, Bally Mumba. Not saying there's anything wrong with these players, but are they anywhere near the calibre of those three? Well, it brings I don't us on. So. It brings us on to the game tomorrow night against Stoke under 23s. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe we've uh, you know been put in this position where we're playing a competitive game of football against. Stoke under 23. Well, Talk Sport was advertising the game the other day. John Motson yeah. as Stoke under 21s. I think they I are called under 21s in this competition, yeah. Okay, They're so not, are they? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was under 23s. No. Oh, that's even worse then. No, no, I'm well, sure it's... No, I think, it's, I think in, it's under 23s in the league, but in this competition, okay. I think. Because well, I don't think it's under 23s at every reserve team level, is it? I think mm. it's only oh, in the Premier know. League. Or well, like, but anyway, I don't know. Interestingly now, because it, it, this is a game I think we, we would all agree we, we could have done without. I mean, the club are offering a lot of points, so that helps. Done without? Um, really? No no, 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 normally. That, but oh, what, sorry, what, yeah, right. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. However, this one seems to be ideally placed. Perfect. Because Charlie Wake, you want to see start and McGeek. get 90 minutes under his belt. Um, McGeeock, potentially. I don't know if the max power... Um, well, power can play. It does, it's a separate competition. Yeah, no, but the even just the fact they're going to peel his red card long term if I think we don't want to risk McGeoch getting injured if Power's right. going to be missing for three games I don't know because he needs you minutes have, though but we, you've just mentioned three midfielders there Craig though yeah. um, Luke O'Neill I want him to start I want to see him playing a low pressure game from the start Ethan Robson yeah. and of course um, Barley Mumba so there are three central midfielders who we are going to rely. We're going to have to call upon I at think. some point this season, <clears throat> so that they, they're going to play. Yeah, I'll be well, surprised if all Mumba's three away, didn't play. So Mumba can't play. He's away yes, with that's England. right. So I'll be surprised if right, if Robson yeah. and all nine didn't didn't make up. The, and that that would be fine by me. I'd, I'd like to see what Robson can do in this division. Actually, well, I know it's not in the division, mm. but in this team, yeah, yeah. Let's see what he's capable of because. It was a bit of a mixed bag for him, really, in the mm. championship. You know, I think he looked a bit slow. Well, he's played a lot of under twenty three football, so he should shouldn't have a problem. Yeah, I'll tell you one. He's one then that could that could draw debate between us, Flanagan, because you've suggested mm. there you'd like to see him play right back as possibly mm. an alternative to Love. I'm still personally under the opinion I would rather him play ahead of Ozturk. Well, I think Love's I think Love's injured, isn't he? He went off injured, didn't he? Really, I? could play Hume right could back. Could play Hume. So would you? But then I don't know what the rule. I mean, what are the rules? Well, about playing Phil all Smith, these players. I couldn't understand it. Phil, I read Phil Smith's uh, from the Echo his bit about it, and basically what it seems like is you can basically play anyone yeah, they're if they're going to be in the first team squad this season. Yeah. So people like O'Nine Robson are like you say going to play, or they're going to be in a match day squad a lot. Yeah, the ones where you, you're going to have a problem is if you're trying playing. Hugh might be more difficult in yeah. the sense that he probably isn't. But even then, you only need six of these players, don't you? It's to, not six. It's that, that number. So, well, so it mean, was sure. exactly the six is he the can play other way. Ones, basically, yeah. can't he? Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's six under twenty three players from the under twenty one players from the opposition have to play, mm. or maximum non. Sorry, maximum mm. non. So that I think people have me included amalgamated that rule. Mm. It's pretty flexible. Well, I, 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 I thought it was six originally. I thought it was six of the players. That's who probably where I got it from. The weekend. Uh, well, that's what I thought, but it's not that. Like, no, there's a whole it, raft yeah, of I rules. Know, I know. I saw so, that. Yeah. Oz I want to see player because I just think he needs as many games as possible. He needs more time. When, in a game where there's not that much importance on it, really, you're going you to would rest expect Sunderland to come through this game. Yeah. Let's be oh, honest. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Stoke's first team aren't even <laughs> pull up any trees in the championship at the moment. So, Oz you want to play? I want to see Flanagan 
Beside oh, him? in this game, yeah, yeah, because I want Baldwin to be rested. Mm. I don't want him getting injured in it. You think Hume right back, perhaps James left back? Probably, We're going to yeah. want to see James, James play. Yeah. yeah, it's um, going to be Hume at right back. Goalkeeper, yeah. you, you you would want to keep, right give Reuter a run out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You need Obviously. him. You need so him. nine and and, and Robson. Well, I think McGee could, could play. But he could play all three. Could, could play all three of them. Yeah, because uh, he, I don't think he likes all nine as a, a kind of. Central midfielder. Whenever he's been bringing them on, like the honeyman position, I or like yeah. wide, he's kind of used them wide a little bit. He's going to want to rest Gooch. Yeah, Gooch he's is going to. And honeyman really needs a break. I think he's he's played every game, yeah. hasn't he? Madge is not going to play. You wouldn't have thought it's going to be Wyke. Maybe yeah, Modern you could have a run out. Yeah. I, I don't know. I. I mean, if we've got back, come back. I think those those players we've just mentioned are going to be the core. Of I the, hope we don't. I just don't want them 11. to. Cheat. I just don't want them to. To change the into, I'd, I'd like to see a core of the players who are playing every week play. So which ones would you like? Out well, like, to be honest, if he played near enough full strength team, it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me whatsoever. But that so you'd, but you, I think you, I'd, de- I'd definitely play McGee on White because they're coming back and Baldwin. Sorry, not Baldwin, uh, Flanagan. The only reason so that three might... of them would definitely be in. Yeah, um, for me because I, I want to see them play. McGee. The only thing about McGee is. And it was something someone told me because I would have almost been tempted to play him from the start on Saturday for the very reason that is the way the game unfolded in the first 20 minutes was he seemed to be the kind of player we were missing. But as someone rightly pointed out to me, Ross has mentioned that his injuries have been mismanaged in the past and a lot's going to depend on how many minutes he thinks. So he might be looking at it thinking, yeah, he needs minutes, but maybe 30 minutes tonight so I can give him near enough 90 on Saturday because that's the important well, he's one he's had two half hours and he so if you you know maybe give him an hour you could do it that way yeah. yeah I mean but you put power on the bench couldn't you you could, you could have power in the squad well, I would leave cut them all out completely yeah Um. Yeah. I just think you know it's, it's a bit of there's a little bit of football karma in it in the fact we're playing Stoke under 23s because you know when we entered this competition under yeah whatever <laughs> under 18s <laughs> under 12s who knows let's say Stoke's B team Stoke yeah Stoke's the, other team the, Stoke's B, let's say Stoke's B team because that's this is what it's this, kind of what this it is what it's all about it? isn't it this is why this is in this this is why they're in this competition because of that whole thing it's I think, total nonsense but I think you know there is a bit of football karma there because it shows just how quickly you can fall I and that these teams kind of Premier League teams entering there under 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 whatever's their B teams, <laughs> babies. <laughs> Essentially, our B teams because they're managed by a different manager. They're managed by they're actually. So it's the I, I've yeah. not followed because well, I think it's total. The manager, just the reserve team. In, well, in no, well, that's for Sunderland. For that. Sunderland, the manager wasn't even. That's what the, I mean. The reserve team manager. In in when we entered, it was Robbie Stockdale because he wasn't the reserve team manager. It was Andy Welsh mm. and. Robbie Stockdale took Sunderland's under twenty threes, beat the under twenty ones, whatever you would call it, in this competition. Oh, that's so stupid. But it just just daft. But anyway, but my point is, it just goes to show Premier League teams who think you know we'll just yeah. enter these B teams, B teams into this competition, and well, you know, it'll be our little play thing. Just goes to show how quickly things can yeah. change. And now mm-hmm. our first teams in this competition, and I want I want to win this competition. Yeah, also do I. This is going to be interesting to see how Stoke approaches people. Game. I'd rather throw the FA Cup than throw because this you, because we'll have a chance of getting go, to get in the final. Going off one. the way Sunderland approached these games previously, um, Stoke finished bottom of the group. By the way, their last right. Well, time well out. Sunderland they won were kind of like they got a penalty point for winning a game. Right, <laughs> Sunderland historically they're under twenty threes, under twenty ones in, in, in this competition. Have always been. Um, 
kind of put to the sword a little bit where the, the, the League One side really comes out and there's almost been a little bit of arrogance about it. With Stoke, it's really interesting because their young players will be where this is Sunderland and they're playing. And I think, yeah. it, not to sound arrogant, um, it is different to play in oh. more. So it's different. For, and their young players, I think, are going to actually want to make a name for themselves here and think, you know, th- this is a club I want to I want to show what I can do rather than think, oh, well, I've got to, play, I've got to play Rochdale or Morgan or somebody yeah. like that, which would have a different effect, I think. So... I wouldn't be surprised if Stoke come out the blocks and, and follow a similar pattern to what we've seen yeah. actually against but you've got to be good, uh, you've got to be good enough though. you've got to be good enough and you know the, I think the experiment is, as we've seen Chelsea got the semi-final last year did they, did they yeah, really? I have not yeah. followed the I've tournament I've missed that totally it's, yeah, I mean yeah. not that I've followed no, I'm not going to pretend I've followed the auto windshield version religiously auto windscreen shield <laughs> apologies but the way it's been devalued I've just I've totally I missed t- that I just Chelsea. don't even look at it. Like, yeah, Chelsea got beaten horrible. by Lincoln City in the semi-final. There you go. God, imagine if they'd got the final. I mean, it's horrible, isn't there's it? There's no... Um, so there's used, I think it used to be a two-legged um, area final and a two-legged area yes, semi-final. Yes, right, not anymore. Yeah. So how it works is, I believe, if you get drawn at home in the, ta- in the draw, mm. um, later in the competition, you play at home. So you get home advantage in this one game. Um, so right. Lincoln got, got drawn to Chelsea. I don't know where they would have played it. If got, I, I mean, mean that would have been a fast and Lincoln get drawn at Chelsea and then got played Stamford Bridge for, in, the semi, in the semi in the semi final <laughs> of their, you know a big competition for for, for that sort of club. So um, I'm I'm very much on board. <laughs> It's it's coming home, and I want. To, <laughs> I am on board with the the uh, the, the Czech trade this year because if you get if you get to a final, it's just it's class, isn't it? You go at Wembley, and you get you like you know we it wouldn't to be see like what, what how people respond. Oh, we, if uh, tell you what the people who are slagging it off now and saying we should bin it. Is anyone they'll be, they'll doing that? More, though? I've seen I've, I've seen some comments like okay, so it's a, it feels a bit dis- they'll, they'll, they'll be it feels a bit degraded as a Sunderland fan. I know I'm aware that might be patronising the fans of other clubs, but um, Coventry won it. Tell you what, tell what's degrading. It's degrading, you know, winning three home games a season for the yeah. last four years, and it's it's degrading, you know, having our manager come out and, and say that we're in a relegation battle after two mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. and it's it's degrading, you know, being the worst team in the league and getting pumped every week, and it's degrading getting. Finishing bottom of the league two seasons in a row, that's degrading. I think it's not degrading to be in a cup competition that you've got a chance of winning. You, if you go and win that competition, you, you know, that's not degrading, is it? That's, I think Coventry's kind of mini resurrection that they're going through. I mean, they're having a hard time. For, for their game, I think, Coventry. I think, cause they, I think they must have played the semi final um, against who did they beat? Shrewsbury. Um, right. Lincoln beat Shrewsbury in the final last season. So. And Coventry won it the year before that. Maybe it was Co- maybe it was Coventry when they won it. Then uh, well, maybe I, it was that year. I, but they have I'm sure they took a lot of people there for the Rico. Yeah. Well, mm. that's it. I mean, if we get the final, you know, say you played a team like Coventry in the final, it will be seventy, eighty thousand. Oh. And especially if, especially if Sunderland are doing well in the league, because there will oh, be yeah. a high. There'll be a high, and people <laughs> want to go down and do it. Um, thanks to everybody who came along to the Peacock on Saturday for Stephen Elliott. He was as good. As always, some good stories there. Mm. One in particular about his time at Hearts, which was really good. He was supposed to be with us tonight, actually, um, Stephen Elliott, but he, he cancelled because his son has football training, which is selfish, if you ask me. <laughs> too, much, too, much, um, uh, too much time with us. That's why he's cancelled. He, he's, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's coming on a couple of weeks, so I think we have Lee Howie next week. Yeah. 
Um, Steve Nelly's coming back on. I think Phil Smith's coming on. I don't think he's been on this season. Yeah, I think a, he's coming on. Regular guest. In, that's a couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, John, John Oster yeah, yeah, John will be on uh, the Peacock this Saturday. Come along, please. If, you, if you're in the area and you go to the game, I know a lot of people who listen to this are exiles and, and they don't go to the games and stuff like that. But if you were in Sunderland and you go for a couple of drinks before, come along because it's something different. It's only going to take like 40 minutes of your time. Um, it just you know you're just going to be standing talking about football with, with your mate, so you might as well you might as well <laughs> your one to friend what, to what one of our former players has to say. It was, you know, it's, it was quite busy when we started on Saturday, and it was really busy by the end. By mm. the time we finished, talk, the talk about ten past quarter past two, it was very busy in there. Um, so I think people, you know, it's it it is something. You know, oh, it's doing, it's doing fine. Do, yeah, something you do. Trying to trying to make it do even better is what I'm trying to do. Do a bit. At that time, better. we had Vic Hallam come, and it was like ridiculous. Yeah, it was, well, we'll try and get Vic back. <laughs> put loads of extra tables out and stuff like crazy. that. We'll get him back on. Yeah. Well, you he's know, so, especially oh. someone like someone like Elliot. You know, he's a, mm. a pop. What you know, he was a good and popular ex player. It's mean, good. We, we just we know that, we know that it's a it's a new concept. This and people don't associate with this kind of thing and in a pre match routine. No, no, absolutely. Um, but this is you know this is something you know that's just give it a try. That's all. Also, I'm remember to listen to the first part of the Dennis Smith. Yeah, yeah, well, I haven't had a chance to put part two out unfortunately because I was at Christmas and stuff on Sunday. So and stuff and stuff. Um, I was away Friday night. Yeah, I've been away. I've barely been in the house. We'll um, post uh, Stephen's diary online. Yeah. <laughs> give me his outlook so, calendar. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to try and get out, that out this week, but because um, we, we think it's going to be maybe end of September before we can do the Crosby one, who will be the next successive logical. manager. Yeah, we'll try we and do it successively. We're going to put it in order. We'll, no, we will yeah. do that. We'll do yeah. the we'll, well. We'll see what we can do on that yeah. point. Chronologic might not be chronological in the end, depending on when we get hold of certain people, mm-hmm. especially if Terry Butcher takes that job in Singapore. I don't know if he's taking it. No, so I, he could pay for us to go out there. Yeah. Bagsy yeah. and myself on that one. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've sent the questions out to everybody anyway. Right, okay. So, um, thanks for listening. We'll be back on Thursday. Well, Frankie will be back on Thursday with the MAG cohort doing their thing. And they will obviously be looking back at this Stoke game and looking forward to the Fleetwood game. The biggest test we've had so far, Fleetwood Town. There you go. Oh, and jo- Joey Barton in the Joey dugout Barton. as well. Joey Barton in the dugout with Chet Evans in the oh, starting 11. What a... It's a right reprobate mix, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Can't wait for it. Thanks for listening. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.